Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 176 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I'm Seth. And I'm Carly. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what's going on in our own lives. I've had a really quiet week, not much theme parking, but Carly, we have missed you. It's been uh, two weeks without you. Thank you again to Theron for filling in. Thank you. But what kind of adventures have you been on lately? Oh, so many adventures. I did opening weekend of Festival of the Arts, which is my personal favorite festival. I think the food each year just somehow keeps getting better and better in that festival. And, you know, I I just think food and wine is so big now that for many reasons, it's just not my favorite anymore. And Festival of the Arts is the best the freeze-dried Skittles were so good, and I don't even like freeze-dried, or I don't like Skittles or freeze-dried anything, really, but my whole group, my whole group got like five of those cakes one morning, and we just sat and ate them inside Odyssey, and it's it's so good. Did you try the rainbow cake? I'm, I'm going to have to uh, take your word on it. I, I kind of don't do Skittles and other things with super heavy food coloring, uh, but... I love the Odyssey. Uh, I love how they've figmentized it with uh, projections from the old ride on the walls and especially the Figment. pin tables. The Ooh, pin yes. tables. tables. Uh, I grew up uh, obsessed with the pin tables in Imageworks. Um, and it is, I don't think that they're the ones I grew up with from the 80s because those would be pretty nasty by now. Uh, but they're a great recreation and they're so much fun to play with. Uh, so, yeah, uh, oh, yes. Festival of the Arts. Uh, definitely worth checking out for sure absolutely and then this morning thank you why i was late i did a hard hat walkthrough of carowinds new land so i'm not familiar carowinds is an amazing amusement slash theme park owned by cedar fair half in north carolina half in south carolina and this is a project that they've been working on for years but obviously with the pandemic got a little bit put on the back burner, but they're really, it's a highly themed area themed to aviation, which is such a big part Ooh. of Carolina's history. So it was really exciting. It was a lot of mud. So I uh, <laughs> did not have appropriate shoes on. Oh uh, no, a hard hat and a hard boot tour. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, it's awesome and exciting stuff is happening there. That is great. Uh, well, it is so good to have you back. And I think now, uh, without any further ado, it's time to jump into the news in the queue. First up, we've got some news coming out of Tokyo Disney. Uh, where their 40th anniversary celebration is kicking off in April and will include uh, entertainment, merchandise, and a brand new parade, plus plenty of your favorite Duffy. Oh, my! and oh my God, I'm wearing a Duffy shirt today. <laughs> Yay, perfect. <laughs> I read through all these stories. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a Duffy-heavy celebration, which is officially called Dream Go Round. Dream Go Round, yes. Uh, it kicks off... Uh, you know, the resort opened its guests, uh, its doors to guests on April 15th, 1983. 
Um, and uh, to celebrate that 40th anniversary, uh, there is festive birthday decor, which they have called Dream Garland around the entrances of both parks. Uh, and that sets the stage for a bunch of new entertainment. Yes. And of course, what everyone I saw mostly was excited about was the new parade yes. called Disney Harmony in Color. We've actually got a separate article going into detail on this parade. Uh, you know, I, I love that it starts out. It's the first new daytime parade in five whole years. Yeah. You know, Walt Disney World, we are lucky to get a new daytime parade every 10 or 15 years. We're, we're thrilled. Uh, and, you know, Tokyo, they do a great job of updating these things, uh, you know, every half decade or so. Um, and this one, Harmony in Color, uh, is going to kick off on April 15th for the anniversary. Uh, opens up with Tinkerbell atop a rainbow-colored float, uh, and it's got a kind of petal theme all throughout. Yeah, I mean, there's some really cool characters on this. I saw, you know, from Wreck-It Ralph will be there, Big Hero 6. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of embracing a lot of different facets of, you know, Disney's wealth of material that they could use. Yeah, this is a big parade, 45 minutes long with 12 floats. Uh, it's only going to have one performance per day. Um, and it's got a, a giant size finale float. Uh, some of the themes that you're going to see along the way, uh, like I said, starts out with Tinkerbell. Uh, it's got a, a section with Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde from Zootopia. Uh, you've got Russell, Doug, and Carl from Up. Yes. Uh, you've got yeah. a princess theme uh, led by Merida. Um, a family theme featuring Coco and the Incredibles. Uh, you've got your best friends from Pixar's Toy Story and, uh, like you mentioned, Racket Ralph and Big Hero 6. And it all wraps up, of course, with the big cheese himself, Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, this I mean, this is so awesome and so jealous. You know, we saw Disneyland Paris knocked out their 30th anniversary. So I'm expecting Tokyo to be even bigger and I'm just jealous. <laughs> yep. Uh, you've got until April 14th of this year to see the current Dreaming Up Parade, and then it will swap out overnight for Disney Harmony and Color on the 15th. Uh, other things that are happening as part of the entertainment lineup at Tokyo Disney's 40th is the Club Mickey Mouse Beach Show in Tomorrowland is getting a makeover with new outfits uh, and the addition of the new... Uh, 40th anniversary theme song. I know that's a super popular show that I think you have to kind of get a lottery ticket right. to even see. Oh, yeah. And then at Disney Sea, there's going to be a new a harbor greeting called Let's Celebrate with Colors. Of course, Mickey will be there, but my favorite, Duffy, Shelly Mae, and other characters. We don't know yet, but I'm hoping maybe some Lena Bell, you know, some mm -hmm. of <laughs> Um, Yeah. And uh, then, of course, uh, it's not a celebration without food. Um, there's going to be all sorts of anniversary eats from ice cream cones to a menu item based on Tokyo Disney Sea's Aquatopia attraction. Uh, I would, I would love to see what that right. one looks like. And of course, merch, uh, inspired yes, by the, <laughs> inspired by the dream garland. Um, so there will be, uh, lots of merchandise to spend lots of yen on. Yes, take all my money. <laughs> it's over. Where are the resellers? I need those personal shoppers to just send me everything. So uh, if you are interested in uh, taking a trip to check out the celebration, uh, visit MEI Mouse Fan Travel and they can hook you up.
Yes. Uh, and uh, while we're traveling around the globe, let's talk a little bit about Avengers Power the Night, uh, which is the first Marvel drone show performing daily uh, in a Disney park. And it's now at Disneyland Paris. Yes, I think this was um, when they were doing the previews of Avengers Campus. This was the drone show that I guess they saw to like all the Disney execs mm. and such that were there. I remember seeing some people post about it. But so Disneyland Park itself had the drone show over the castle. But mm -hmm. now we are getting a drone show uh, themed to Avengers. Obviously, this looks amazing. If you've never seen a theme park drone show, they're so cool. It's like next level. Yeah, photos definitely don't do this no. justice because it looks like just a bunch of dots. Uh, but check out some of the videos uh, we've got online. Um, I, I love, you know, it's, it kicks off with uh, Doctor Strange's portal forming, uh, which sort of introduces the whole rest of the show. And it's got some amazing formations for those drones. Uh, I think I think my favorite is when it makes Nick Fury's head yeah. complete with the eye patch. And the head doesn't just, I'm like, it sort of moves around and nods down at the audience. It's really cool. Um, yeah, and no, the Tower of Terror. Yeah. Yeah. Tower of Terror also gets in the act uh, with projection mapping on the facade, uh, new laser projection, spotlights, and fireworks. Um, it's uh, it, it's pretty cool, and I think it would make a great addition to Avengers Campus in California. Absolutely, because once it hits nightfall there, there's kind of not a lot going on. Obviously, they still have the character interactions. Uh, but yeah, this is this would be perfect for Avengers Campus here. Uh, so this is also be fair to the U.S., not just Florida. <laughs> not just Florida. <laughs> I was going to say it, but I, I you, you beat me to it. Uh, um, and if you, if you can't get over there, I have to say the Dollywood one they do during the summer celebration, their mm -hmm. drone show is spectacular. So this uh, officially started on January 28th. Uh, it's going to be running for a bit. So uh, plan a trip with MEI out to Paris. Uh, and while you're at it, let's plan a trip to Hong Kong Disneyland this February, uh, where it is celebrating Valentine's Day all month long with couples photo spots, a menu of new sweet treats, uh, and the new Dreamers of All Ages lavender clothing line. Yes. I mean, I was really surprised by this because we don't quite get those kind of, we get the themed food, obviously. Mm -hmm. They'll do the Valentine stuff, Halloween, but this whole kind of like add on to your resort package thing for just Valentine's Day, it's it's kind of crazy they put this much effort into a program for that. Yeah, absolutely. We don't uh, we don't see those things. No. Uh, we do get sweethearts night uh, right. disrupting uh, operations at Disneyland, <laughs> making a mess of things. Good way to say it. <laughs> so, um, so here's some of the things. Uh, like I mentioned, there are some couples photo spots uh, at the most popular romantic spots around Disneyland, including at the Castle of Mag Magical Dreams during the nighttime show uh, and uh, also during the Mad Hatter teacup ride. Um, and you can, of course, meet famous Disney couples like Mickey and Minnie or Prince, Prince Charming and Cinderella. Uh, and, uh, of course, what's more romantic than food? Um, so yeah. there are, uh, lovers, uh, lollipops at the vending carts, um, five course 
meals with wine pairings at uh, several restaurants. Uh, and even, uh, this sounds fun to me, an Explorer's Afternoon Tea Buffet with Mickey Party Kit that you can add on to any dining experience. Yes, they, they're really kind of going all out. And then what I, I think, was most excited about is this new clothing line that's all <laughs> lavender and tones of purple. And it's really cute. I, I kind of like this uh, long sleeve flannel yes. purple mm -hmm. shirt that she's wearing i've got i've got some vintage that kind of looks like that actually. yes no they did a really great job in these their ears that have a bow and it looks like they're almost like fuzzy purple i don't know but it, it's really really cool stuff so as you were mentioning uh one thing that makes this kind of special is these add-on packages that they have uh if you're you're having a romantic uh vacation at hong kong disneyland um there's a uh happier romance room package with uh, a decoration package uh, with slippers and cards and an amenities pouch. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm not sure what exactly <laughs> is in that pouch. Um, but you also get a, a flower workshop and tea for two and some plushies of Mickey and Minnie to take home. Uh, there's other less elaborate packages available. Um, I, I would love to do the Starlight picnic which yes. is they've got an outdoor uh, lawn spot that's designated uh, and you get to watch a disney movie and get a picnic basket with food and drink yes no th this is a really great idea and i'm sure heavily targeted to get some locals to come out and do something special mm -hmm. for valentine's day uh this is going to be running from february 1st through 28th and then some of the packages are only available during a limited time during the celebration so probably around the big day I'm guessing. Yep. HongKongDisneyland.com for more details. Uh, of course, if you're traveling somewhere as far away as Hong Kong, having a travel agent like MEI is a great idea. Um, all right. Moving a little closer to home out in California, there are a few things that happened in the last week. Uh, and one of them was the debut of World of Color One is the all-new version of Disney California Adventure's signature and nighttime spectacular. Uh, this one features films from all facets of the Disney empire. Uh, and the theme is the journey of storytelling, which all started with Walt Disney himself. Right. So when we see everything, we really mean everything. So you're getting stuff from the animation studio, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, all some how connected flawlessly seamlessly in one show we'll we'll talk about that flawlessly and seamlessly yeah. part but uh yeah i'm at a certain point i was a little surprised that i didn't see espn and hulu thrown in you know oh, i'm expecting abbott elementary or i don't know oh. um yes yeah, so uh you've got walt disney studios you got pixar you got avengers you got star wars um you've got all of this in a show that is uh using 1200 fountains uh 380 foot wide water projection screens um and the soundtrack is made up of 18 different musical compositions uh, which includes a brand new song called start a wave by cody fry um and then, of course, your Magic Band Plus. Yes, if you've got a Magic Band Plus, it will link, light up and blink and vibrate uh, in sync with the water. 
Yeah, yeah. I have to say I, I've been holding my Magic Band Plus since it came out and I always forget to use it. I used it two weekends ago. I can't tell you how many times I got jump scared when I'd be walking past the statue and my <laughs> wrist would suddenly go off. I was like, oh God, I hope people aren't looking at me. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, uh, since I got an Apple watch, uh, I very rarely wear my, uh, magic band, yeah. uh, but my wife, uh, uses hers and we were walking around Epcot during the flower garden or the food and wine, sorry, the festival, of the arts, yeah, so many fests, which so many festivals. So we're walking around and her, she's like, my arm's buzzing. My arm's buzzing. It's like, we walk past a statue, just wave at it. And it'll stop. I know. But so I think it's kind of cool. Statue things one, but to have it be synced up to the show could be interesting. I mean, I don't know. You're not going to look at your wrist. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't look at my wrist. I'm, I'm going to be watching the show. So um, I have not seen the show in person. I can't give a, a review uh, just based on watching video because these things are never as good on video. Um, but I will say my first impression uh, after watching videos is I don't think that the editing the flow and pacing and storytelling uh is connecting with me as emotionally on this version as it did with the original world of color right and i feel like you're not alone there because <laughs> that's been kind of the general vibe yeah. of what we've heard <laughs> um we do have uh, our friend eric uh says that he enjoyed world of color one Minus the transitions. Yeah. Uh, he did get to there see it go. in person. Um, I I think it will help a lot uh, to see it on a night that is not extremely windy. Uh, this is a, a show that's very susceptible. If there's a lot of wind, um, you're not going to really be able to tell what's going on on the screens. Um, right. But again, it's, you know, you have to see in person to make a call. It's the same with attraction. People, you know, judge something based on, you know, yeah. crappy iPhone video. See it in person. You know, we all like different stuff. I mean, it's a new show. It's updated. So that's great. Yep. Uh, and if you want to see it, we've actually got a whole article just on how to view World of Color 1 at Disney California Adventure. Um, they are using the virtual line system. Uh, and so I believe that becomes available at noon daily. Uh, yeah. I so mean, this is like a must read because... Yeah. Otherwise, there's such limited spots for just yeah. walk up. So you're really going to want to have a bit of a strategy as with anything along these lines. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So check out that article uh, and uh, let us know what you think of World of Color 1. The other big new entertainment to debut at Disneyland was Wondrous Journeys. Uh, we've also got a great look at that, including... A, a multi-angle video uh, on our YouTube channel, uh, which really gives a great look uh, at all the projections, uh, the flying Baymax, uh, and uh, the clips from every single Walt Disney Animation Studio film ever. Right. They're really leaning in the heart to embracing everything. And of mm -hmm. course, the flying bats, like <laughs> that's the star to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, we got uh, we got a couple great flying figures. Uh, there is no Tinkerbell. You know, that was always the traditional flying figure during uh, Disney's fireworks. But this time we get the blue fairy from Pinocchio and mm -hmm. we get a really cool uh, Baymax in his uh, super suit mode uh, with jets coming out of his feet flying around. 
Um, there's a lot of great uh, moments here. Uh, like we said, nods to all 60 Disney animated movies. Um, I was a little shocked to see Treasure Planet. I thought I was one of the only people who remembered the existence right. of Treasure Planet, but it gets a nice, uh, a nice little featured moment. Um, and there's some great, I, I really love uh, the mashup uh, of Hercules and Moana and Belle um, all doing their I Want songs. Um, mm -hmm. And they kind of weave them all together for a really, really powerful segment. Um, and this is one that you can, uh, obviously, everyone wants to see the projections on the castle. Everyone wants to stand in the hub. Uh, but you can see these projections all along Main Street. Uh, you can also see them on the facade of It's a Small World, which is usually a lot less crowded, and uh, you're a lot closer to the fireworks there. Um, and you can also see them uh, from the rivers of America. So if you're seeing uh, Fantasmic uh, for the first show, you can usually just stay put afterwards and enjoy the fireworks uh, without having to move. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see this one. I'll be out there in a few weeks, so mm -hmm. I'll let you know what I think about it. But yeah, I'm definitely much more excited for this than World of Color. Uh, yeah, there's a, a fun new uh, theme song for this one. Um, it's It feels really well paced from the videos I've watched. Uh, like I said, check out our, our 4K multi-angle shot on YouTube. Um, but, uh, yeah, this one is one that I am very excited to see. Um, and, uh, well, we got, we got a, a commentary from Eric who saw yes. it in person and he loved wondrous journeys. Feels like it could have used some other special effects, like some confetti. Uh, oh, I would hate to be the people that have to clean up confetti after every show, <laughs> maybe Snope, um, <laughs> Snope, uh, and dancing water fountains by the castle. Uh, yeah, you know, I know that, um, you know, Disneyland Paris has those uh, water fountains around yep. the castle and, and uh, Shanghai does, I believe, as well. Would be great to have something like that uh, around um, around uh, the castle at Disneyland, uh, though uh, the fountains might shoot up higher than the castle. It's a very tiny castle. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Um, OK, well, moving finally over here to the East Coast, uh, we've have a full menu and an opening date finally for roundup rodeo barbecue in toy story land uh get ready to make your reservations for march 23rd 2023 because that's when you can sit down for a big family style feast uh right inside toy story land surrounded by crayon cardboard cutouts Yes, uh, I am excited for this because we know Disney can do barbecue really well. Mm -hmm. uh, so I will. I'm remaining optimistic. Uh, family style makes it a little bit tougher. You know, well, could be literally tough meat. <laughs> <laughs> it could get tough. It could also be really amazing. So I am excited to try this uh one. I do have I have some hopes uh, just looking at it. It it kind of reminds me an, uh, of an upscale version of the old Big Thunder barbecue that I used to love at Disneyland. Yes. Uh, I, ever since they turned that into Galaxy's Edge, I have been looking for uh, a Disney uh, kind of family style barbecue experience to match. Um, and, uh, you know, they do. They do good barbecue over at Fort Wilderness for the hoop to do. Oh, yeah. So they, you know, they have the recipes. 
And uh, this one, you're going to get a big platter that includes ribs, brisket, chicken, and sausage. But uh, what I'm really excited about is they've got proper vegan options this yes. time. Um, there's an impossible meat rib. Uh, there is uh, plant-based bratwurst, and uh, what looks pretty tasty to me is a slow-smoked cauliflower. Same. Um, a lot of times, I even at festivals, I sometimes like the vegan options better because mm -hmm. it's really it's so much easier to screw up actual meat when you're cooking in high volume. So a lot of times, it's a good choice at anywhere to go with the vegan option mm -hmm. and then they're doing all these sauces which so there's sweet barbecue yes. traditional and spicy which i'm really excited to try the spicy so i imagine that maybe if the real meat isn't great i bet you those vegan options will be good slathered in the sauce absolutely um I miss the days when Flame Tree Barbecue, this is going back, at Animal Kingdom mm. used to give you an option of a mustard sauce or vinegar sauce in yes. addition to the like traditional molasses sauce. Oh, because um, I'm not always, in the, I don't really like sticky sweet barbecue, but I yeah. like I love a good mustard barbecue sauce. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they've also got some really tasty looking sides and salads. Uh, there is a kale salad, a tomato salad, and a really yummy looking watermelon mint salad. Um, and they've got uh, cheddar biscuits that are going to kick off every meal. Uh, and you're served with a sweet pepper jelly, which I love mm -hmm. sweet pepper jelly. So there's, it's, it's a really well-rounded menu. You know, when I saw it, I was like, I was really impressed with what they did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, don't forget about the fried pickles, which are another uh, option for sides. Mm. So uh, you'll also be able to end the meal with uh, a selection of desserts, including a cupcake with poor Forky oh. stuck in it. So uh, instead of him saying I'm trash, he'll just be like, I'm uh, a cupcake. <laughs> dessert. <laughs> um, and there's also a chocolate silk pie, an apple pie, and a peach strawberry pie. Yes. Uh, and all in little, first, little jars. Yeah. Little jars. They look so cute. And then there's fun cocktails and mocktails. Speaking of jars, if yes. you want a mason jar full of adult chocolate milk or margarita or uh, frozen peanut butter and jelly. The um, ball fireball whiskey. Ooh, whatever. that sounds dangerous. It's so good. No, it's good. It's, it's <laughs> Butter. It's so good. Um, I'm a big fan of mules. Uh, they've mm -hmm. got a, a vodka mule with ginger beer. And so that might be the one I pick out. Or there are, of course, is, some mocktails, yeah. too. Yeah. Everything's pretty sweet, heavy. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure they're going to have beers and wines and stuff. Yep. So you can try something else. But the mule is a safe choice. So as we said at the top, March 23rd is the day that this kicks off. Uh, and uh, so get in there on my Disney experience and try to make your reservations uh, and plan your trip to Disney World with MEI. Uh, we've got at least two votes uh, from Genevieve mm -hmm. and from Eric for a Big Thunder Barbecue. So you folks have right. good taste out there. Yes. All right. Now for something completely different. Uh, if you are in Los Angeles and you are a uh, Gen Xer like myself who has fond memories of blockbuster video stores, mm -hmm. you might want to check out the latest 
pop-up bar in the LA area, which recreates the blockbuster experience, except instead of picking out a movie, you are picking out a cocktail. Yes, and this is really cool because it's literally set up like a blockbuster with the videos like the, on the wall. So when yeah. I saw the pictures of this, I was like, okay, this actually looks much cooler than I thought it would be. Yeah, so you come in and they give you a rental card. Um, and then you walk around the store and all of the different cocktails that they can make are represented by different films. So like they have a Hocus Pocus that's got Spring 44 Vodka, Sprite, and Midori. Or they have a Titanic with uh, Kettle One Vodka, Passion Fruit Vanilla, Lemon Citric Acid, and Kava. Uh, so you can just browse the boxes on the wall, uh, pick out a movie that represents a drink that you like, and then you bring it to the checkout counter. And instead of getting a, a film, the bartender makes your drink. That is very cool. Very, very cool. And then also there are some throwbacks to our favorite foods. Yes. So uh, I got excited. I loved Dunkaroos. There's a Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Yep. <laughs> yes, classic. Um, yeah, they, they've also got uh, grown-up Lunchables. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is just uh, a charcuterie play, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, of course, uh, you can't have one of these pop-ups without lots of Instagrammable backdrops to snap selfies in front of. Oh, yes. Yep. Um so uh, we have on our website, if I can even bring it up, sorry, uh, the link to bucketlisters.com slash event slash blockbuster dash pop up for more information about this limited time event. Uh, or you can just experience it vicariously through our video on our YouTube channel. Um, and yes. Michael remembers the good times at Blockbuster, renting video games and wrestling videos. Yep, absolutely. Good times. All right. Well, that just about brings us to the end of our news in the queue for this week. Uh, before we jump into the main story, it's time to hear a word from our sponsor. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at MEI-Travel.com. It's time for the main attraction! And for this week's main attraction, you guessed it, it's the grand opening of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland Park. Uh, our lucky correspondents were there for the grand opening and got to have a tour and walkthrough with an Imagineer. Uh, and we posted that for your enjoyment on our website. Yes, it looks very cool. Uh, Matt and Jack were there, so I loved following everything that they posted. Uh, so the ride is, for the most part, the same, but the queue is unique, and obviously the exterior facade is, you know, not the yeah. same as Hollywood's. So this is definitely one of those be fair to Florida uh, situations. Yeah. We we lost a lot to get Runaway Railway. <laughs> uh, we, we lost, you know, what a lot of people consider the greatest uh 
dark ride uh certainly that hollywood studios ever had uh with the great movie ride um and i really enjoy the the florida version of runaway railway but it's kind yeah. of an awkward fit into where it you can sort of tell that they had to squeeze it into the building the queue uh it's a little bland and you really don't spend a lot of time in the inside queue uh and there's not much to see this they really plussed it up um right. from the exterior uh which is like you said the el capitoon theater uh if you're in california you know uh disney famously resta restored the el capitan theater uh in hollywood um and then the whole way through uh you know you get to see this whole exhibit of um mickey's history uh it's like a museum that's been curated by Minnie, uh starting with uh kind of mickey's origins um all the way through modern day and all sorts of front props and easter eggs it's not really interactive there's nothing really to touch necessarily but there's lots of surprises and and, and effects yeah, I, I love the Easter eggs, uh, particularly. I tried not to look too much because I wanted mm -hmm. to be a little bit surprised. But um, there's some nods to like the little man of Adventureland I saw in there. So it's definitely one of those things like you got to really be looking because they put a lot. Yeah, there there are some really deep cuts. Uh, mm -hmm. You really have to know your Disney history to get some of these references. And uh, like I said, we got to take a tour through it. Uh, with an Imagineer, and uh, so our article points out a lot of these great little references, um, and we've got a video as well um, that uh, points out a lot of them too. Uh, I One of my favorites is that you go past the popcorn stand uh, and all the little popcorns have Mickey ears. They're yeah. all They're all little hidden Mickeys. Yeah, I mean, they really did a great job. It's, this is going to be something you have to go on like, multiple times mm -hmm. to really see a lot and then probably even then you yeah. won't touch it all and then if you're doing a individual lightning lane purchase you're probably going to miss out on a lot of the yes yes you know? this lightning lane uh skips past pretty much you know the majority of these uh these you get to see a little glimpse of it but uh this is really for the folks who are at least for now using virtual queue which is the only way you can experience the attraction right now. Uh, the virtual queue opens up at 7 a.m. Uh, for everyone with a park reservation at Disneyland Park. Um, you do that from your from your bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you don't get in then, you've got a second chance at 1 p.m. You have to have checked into one of the parks by then. And uh, if you're over at California Venture, you have to have a park hopper. Um, the first few days, those were going real quick. Yeah. Um, I expect that to slow down a little um because just because uh you know the the low the annual pass holders and the bloggers will get it out of their system disneyland has so many great attractions uh that no one attraction has that much demand it's not like hollywood studios where you've only got a handful yeah. of headliners um but i i do think that uh certainly they're going to keep using that virtual queue until the rest of toontown opens right now it's only this ride that's opened most of the rest of toontown is still blocked off and there's just no room for an extended queue um so they couldn't this from what i understand the whole standby queue for all the wonderful decoration it has really only holds about 15 or 20 minutes worth of people when the attraction is running at 
you know proper operating speed so you got to put if you're going to have a, a line longer than that you got to put them somewhere uh and uh until the rest of toontown is free of construction walls uh so at least until then and i i would expect the virtual queue to stick around for you know at least a few months or maybe a year or so absolutely and you know disneyland is in kind of a period of change you know we have indiana jones right now close to a refurb yep we're waiting on splash mountain they haven't said when that yeah and I, I expect an announcement that. for that any day yeah but i don't think they can close it yet mm -hmm. with indiana jones close with the rest of toontown not opening it so i bet you they're going to announce it soon and it probably won't even be closing until like later this spring when there's more you know because you got to fit bodies somewhere absolutely somewhere, so absolutely um yeah so uh if you <laughs> if you want to experience this attraction they have been devoting quite a bit of the capacity to lightning lane uh paid lightning lane uh which has been running about uh 20 bucks i think um so if if this is a important part of your day uh hop on that as soon as you tap into the park mm -hmm. um if uh Otherwise, uh, develop a fast finger and Google around for tools to help you uh, grab those virtual cues because yeah. it can be done. It, it absolutely can be done. Um, I, uh, I will say that I was really excited. I really thought it was just going to be at first. I just thought it would be a pure clone of the, the ride itself. Mm -hmm. And then I heard that there was going to be some additional changes, some scenes, but it would be no big deal. I was actually impressed how they made a bunch of little changes that I think really add up. Um, I think there's a, a couple uh, videos out there putting the two versions side by side. I think the pacing of the Disneyland version is much better, especially if you're sitting in one of the back cars. In the Florida version, if you're, if you're not sitting in the front two cars, there are a lot of things that happen just before you get into a room and you kind of feel like you're at the tail end of it, um, where they retime stuff, um, especially that the thing that I think is a big change is at the very beginning of the ride, um, when Mickey and Minnie are driving in their car in Florida, they crash into the sign almost instantly. And then the sign mm -hmm. just sits there wobbling and right. then it falls over at the very end for no good reason. So they redesigned that. So now in California, Mickey and Minnie are like driving alongside you in the train the whole time they're talking and then just crash in at the end. And it makes the pacing of the scene so much better. Um, I also really like this uh, new tunnel. Uh, there's a tunnel at the very end before you get to the finale scene. Uh, it was a very abrupt change from the climax to the finale in Florida. And this gives you a little breathing room and a little extra joke with Goofy um, before you go into the finale. Uh, I, I'm excited to see it. Uh, in person. Me. Sorry, spoilers for those oh, of you yeah. who are waiting to see it in person, but no, uh, definitely. I mean, mm -hmm. I always in Florida, I always like kindly request the front because mm -hmm. you're right. You just it makes a big know, difference in Florida. It makes a yeah. big it's all just so cool being there right behind it. Um, but yeah, so this is this is great where you don't have to, you know, you could sit wherever and still have an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think this will this will be great. Uh for folks in California who don't make it out here to Florida. Um, and uh, and hopefully its popularity will maybe draw some attention away from Roger Rabbit because Roger Rabbit always has an un unreasonably long line and I really like it. Yeah. So. <laughs>
yes. anything that makes that line go down. Though I don't know, maybe yes. now there'll be spillover. All the people waiting for their virtual queue to be called will instead go next. You door know what? It, it deserves the it attention, work. and it's such a good ride. So yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I want. I think we are just about at the end of this show. Uh, thank you guys, of course, uh, for joining us as always. And before I go, I want to thank our sponsor, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Once again, uh, I want to remind you, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating on Spotify. It helps us get the word out. If you want to find more coverage from us and Attractions Magazine on the interwebs, uh, you can find me at the UG series on Twitter, at the unofficial guides on Instagram, and at theunofficialguides.com, where you can pick up copies of my 2023 books. Where can folks find you, Carly? Yes, I am on Twitter at Carly Caramana and on Instagram at Adventures by Carly. And of course, the entire Attractions Magazine crew is here for you 24 7 at attractionsmagazine.com, at attractions on Twitter at Attractions Magazine on Instagram, at youtube.com slash Attractions Magazine, and at Attractions on TikTok. Till next week, we hope you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun, and we will see you next time. See you then. Bye.